With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Hardwood Handicappers, VEASAN's premier NBA betting podcast. Here are your hosts, Jonathan Von Tobel and Kelly Bidlin. What's up, folks? Welcome in. It is a special edition of a basketball podcast. That's right. Harvard Handicappers and Bet the W combining into one amalgamous form to bring you some content when it comes to basketball. Daniel Ovari is here. Uh, she did decide to come down to the NBA Summer League. I was going to open up. I think I, I brought this up to Kelly. I was going to pick a bone, but there's no bone to be picked, I think. So I texted Danielle last week, and I was like, hey, you know, when you're coming in, you know, blah, blah, blah. She hits me with July 13th. And I was like, cool. All right. We'll see you then. And then I see pictures of Danielle in Vegas, and I was like, what is this? I got lied to. Did you lie to me? I was here for less than 24 hours last Saturday okay. celebrating mm-hmm. our beloved Stormy Bonatoni. We were doing her bachelorette party, so I flew in, I flew out. I just That's all I could stand. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's the week of Stormy. That's yes. what we figured out. And because today is Stormy's birthday. So Happy shout birthday, out Stormy. Stormy. Happy yeah. birthday. No shot she's listening. No shot. She, she listens sometimes. Really? Yeah. Okay. To Beth the W. Well, uh, I don't yeah, know about okay, well, there's, there's a chance. <laughs> and there's a chance she'll listen to this, in which case then I will say, I mean, can you have enough time to yourself? I mean, what are we doing here? Bachelorette party and a birthday day off? Like, let's go grind her, wedding, her weddings this month or next month. I like well, it. it also, full week. I like it. It does bring two questions. So I asked her this before. So I, I'll say this to her face. Um, but I always thought bachelorette parties were like the day before. You know what I mean? Like the bachelor or bachelor. Oh, that's all that. changed. That's, that's all changed. Yeah, right? Like, well, I, I think the right way to do a bachelor party these days is you do both. You do the one like two months out and then you do the night before. Two? two? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You get you just pick the right time. Like whenever you can get everybody together for a solid two, three nights or whatever. Two? I've, done, I've done them a couple months out, yeah. Wow. And then you do the night before also. Wow, what a lucky lady that Kelly's going to eventually settle down with. And he's going to allow her to have two or three bachelorette parties. Huh? No, I'm talking about bachelor parties. I don't know about bachelorette. She can do whatever she the wants. The night before got a little dicey, right? you got to make it to the ceremony. Right, the yeah. that's day. the problem. Well, I, so my theory, what I told Stormy was uh, the hangover probably inspired a lot of change. Right, because the premise of the movie was they went out for the bachelor you party think that the movie day before. Inspired, inspired people, right? And they were like, you know, this probably is going to happen a lot. You know what? You've been waxing poetic about a lot of marriage things today. Between that, the ring on the on the oh, yeah, on we the finger, about that earlier, yeah, too. yeah, yeah. We were talking about the made-up theory that you know the people, the reason why you wear your wedding thing, wedding ring on your ring finger on your left hand is because old old time thought was that the vein like, connected to your heart. Yeah. But that's not true. I thought it was a scientific fact. <laughs> How do you know? We looked at Google. We looked at Google told me, yeah. He said it first segment this morning. I'm like, there's no way that's true. There's right. no way it's that's It's sweet, true. though. It's sweet. Yeah. It's a yeah, sweet it's idea. It's a sweet thought. Sweet. Yeah, my yeah. mind goes everywhere. One, one show I opened up with a new cheeseburger at McDonald's, which is all just 26 slices of American cheese. Oh, it's 20 slices. 20? It's $11, which is the $11? For just cheese? In Thailand? Yes. Egregious. You take a bite. It's called it's called the the real cheeseburger. Yeah, or something? something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I take a bite to try. But what am I? Who's what are you getting expecting? McDonald's for the cheese? Yeah, Burger what, King. Yeah, what are you first off, the let's cheese? get it right. Let's first get it right. It's Burger King, not McDonald's. Oh, excuse yeah, me. Yeah. That's even oh. okay. Then this point stands even worse. Well, we've been working on it. Speaking of, we are presented by. <laughs> 
Burger King. Check out the new Walker. All right. We're going to get to the WNBA on the back half of the podcast. would like to emphasize that. Uh, but Danielle is here, and uh, you do enjoy, of course, basketball. Sure. So we're here at the Summer League. First off, uh, you're a West Coast gal. Have you ever come out here for Summer League before? Have you ever experienced it? I have it? not. I've not been out here for it. Really? No. Never watched it? Did you ever care I've about it? I've watched it. Yeah. I've, I mean, the first day or two, right? The ones that most people care about. Wow. It feels like such t- Every time I talk to somebody <laughs> about this, I get like a similar answer. Like, really? You're not like there on Thursday night with like two TVs on watching the whole thing, huh? You, you mean you're not dorky like JVT and me <laughs> running down to the court? Yet? JVT's running down to the court yesterday to double check starting lineups because we think we can get a bet in on time? Oh, geez, We totally no. did, though, and it totally cashed. Not, I have not bet on summer league. I'm not that degenerate level. It's I been, did it's, one game. I was gonna say I've, <laughs> I've got three, and I've got a future that's still alive. Uh, you you undefeated you Utah go. Jazz at 21 to one. We could do it, uh, but it is an important time. You know, look, it's not about basketball. It's about NBA people coming out and making themselves feel more important than what they really are. Uh, but it is a busy summer, so I'll just ask you. I'll open up the door. Most interesting NBA storyline is what the obvious one, or is there something else? Hmm. I mean, everyone's following the Dame Lillard one for sure. I think that'll be interesting because you have these players in this era of making these demands of where they want to play, i.e. Harden as well. So when you look at what Dame's situation is and you realize they don't have to trade him, I think that that's interesting that we're still seeing players think that they have that level of power. And maybe they do to a degree. I mean, Dame Lillard of all people would probably have some weight to throw around in this area. But the Heat just don't have what the Blazers need, so I don't know how you get this deal done. So that one's kind of a stalemate. Is that make it interesting? Does it not? And the other thing I thought was interesting is that the Lakers brought all their people back. They brought all those people. They got Reeves back. They went with Rui, which I don't know if this is the best fit for Rui, but I'm happy to see him getting his shot there. Uh, but it's interesting the Lakers didn't didn't change a lot yet because they usually love to just tear it down and, and build it up however LeBron wants. So I'll be interested to see how it actually pays out for them. Yeah, we, we got to – you guys have that? I was going to say, I forgot Danielle was a big Gonzaga. Big Gonzaga. Big Gonzaga lady. Well, I did – I actually – I did not know this until I read your Twitter bio. Sometimes I just don't pay attention <laughs> to things. Do you do PA stuff for UCLA? Yeah, I, I'm the in-game host. So you're like this person right here. Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. You're like, yeah. everybody stand up on your feet. Like one of those. I get to throw t-shirts at people's faces. That's <laughs> so fun. Is that where you ate game for the face? Uh, not anymore. Because uh. I, I did hit I did hit a, hit a kid. An elderly woman. Good. <laughs> Good. Yeah. She it was happens. very nice about it. And she was very excited about the shirt. So. Hey, you got to look live oh. if you're in the stands. Yeah. yeah like. I actually just have a terrible arm. I had no shot playing quarterback. Okay. So. I go underhand now. I play softball style now. Gotta get you a cannon. Yeah. I give them to kids usually. I'm like, hey, that's a kid. Yeah, kids love it. Yeah, they eat it up. I was going to say, I think we've all hit an old lady at one point in our lives in the head. (laughs) I know that I've done it before. This mine was with a t-shirt? Yeah. Mine was was standing up on a bus after I stole somebody's palmals and I was trying to get off the bus and the bus stopped really hard and accidentally palmed an old lady in the back of the head. Okay. So then I ran. That feels worse. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. What was can you start at the beginning? What's of your old story? lady story, Kelly? You, you, were, stole, on, you stole, were on a bus. Yeah, I stole, stole a pack, a pack of, of pole balls. balls that someone just had laid down on a bus seat. No, 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 no. Like so, she was standing. She was sitting, and I stood up to get off the bus yeah. because I had contraband and I wanted to run before I got caught. And the bus stopped too hard, and so I went to catch myself. <laughs> But there was nothing to catch myself with except the cabeza of an old lady. So I just, boom, just palmed her in the back of the head. So really, it's the bus driver's fault. Really? Really? Yeah, really. She gave me a dirty look. I said, sorry. And I ran off. Yeah, see, my lady got got a a t-shirt out of it. So you should have given her the palm malls at least. Back in the day, I wasn't like a near duel by any sense, but it's not like I behaved the best. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, look at me now. Look at me now. I hear you. Look at where it's brought me. 
Uh, all right, so with that, you are, you mentioned the Lakers. Let's go down that path really quickly. Okay. So they're not done yet. Uh, I got to talk to Yovan Buha, who covers the Lakers. It's not like they're going to add like something massive. Right. Uh, Christian Wood or Bismack Biombo are at the top of the list. Mm -hmm. But overall, they did have a good offseason because they added on the fringes, right? Like you get Jackson Hayes, you get Torian Prince, you re-sign the guys that are important, you get Gabe Vincent. As you've seen them, your sense of how good they are because the market really likes them. They're like 12 to 1 to win the NBA Finals. They went to the Western Conference Finals when it didn't look like that was going to be the case halfway through the season last year. And then, of course, made some giant trades right as the trade deadline approached. And we saw how that played out for them, which it doesn't always do well. Like Kevin Durant to the Suns, like who thought that was going to play out well? These traditionally don't do well, like especially midseason. But the Lakers have LeBron James. They have Anthony Davis. These are cheat codes. And really, what were their biggest issues last year? The defense was inconsistent for me. And... Most of that is because the lineup was inconsistent for the longest time. You couldn't get the same starting five. And why was that? Because of the injuries. So it all feeds back into health for them. Anthony Davis has had health problems. We, I mean, we don't need to beat this dead horse at this point. But that really is the question for this team is can you stay healthy? But now that they've bolstered that bench a little bit more, I think things are looking up for them. Like, I really think Rui Hachimura is going to be a big deal for them coming off the bench. Yeah, he looked great uh, alongside LeBron and AD. Seemed like the perfect fit for him there with, with the Lakers. I'm expecting big things. JVT and I have talked about this, but I mean, you go out and add Christian Wood, get another addition here, JVT, mm -hmm. with it was another guy to stretch the court, another big down there. I, watch out, man. If they can stay healthy, this team former is running rebel. good. Yes, yeah. former running rebel. In the gym he built. Nah, nah, not I really. Say, yeah. no, not not really. necessarily that. But I will say, you'll have to go back to like 2016. They beat number three Arizona here, and they had a giant hulking center. And there's a, there's a highlight that replays in my head over and over again where Christian Wood actually put like a shoulder into him and finished over. It was like the best you <laughs> would know. It's the best play ever that he had as a rebel. Also, a, quick Rui story. First of all, when he came to Gonzaga, spoke like no English. Learned yeah. it all when he came here. Really? He, yeah. So, you didn't okay. know that? No, From I didn't Japan. know that. I didn't know that. And, like, you wouldn't be able to tell now. Yeah, you and don't, not at all. Incredible. But then also at practice one time, it was when DeMontis Sabonis was still at Gonzaga, uh, Coach Few apparently yelled at Rui and said something like, called him a, a dumbass. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on the podcast. You can say it. Okay, yeah. he called him a dumbass. He's a dumbass. Yeah. Or he said it was a dumbass play, because, I, I mean, Few wouldn't probably call someone a dumbass. But he said it was a dumbass play. He would. And Rui, like, was smiling ear to ear, and they're like, why is he smiling? He thought he was saying it's like a domus, like DeMontis Sabonis. <laughs> so he was like... It's a donut play. Yes, I did a good job. And he's like, I passed no. it to him. So, Rui's just endlessly charming. That's right. That's now, the other LA storyline, uh, outside of the Los Angeles Lakers, of course, uh, is the Los Angeles Clippers, who are at the center of something else. Uh, mm -hmm. James Harden. Uh, we saw what the is news. This? Right. So there's. You're a Clippers fan. What is this? Why does he want to come? No offense, but why does he want to come so bad? <laughs> oh, I mean, I think I know. Like, look, they're still a good team. Let's pump the brakes on that. <laughs> the re okay. How many you're games did they play on. together this year? You're gonna Cumulative. Me, you're going to get me going on something. I, I, I was going to ask her next. What's the better LA team? Just to, just to get you fuming, but she already answered. I mean, look, let's let's. Lakers. Uh, you're right. You're right. They, you know. I like right. the Clippers better though. Oh, okay. Oh, no, okay. I, I was going to say, I mean. She flipped over. I do. All right, now I'm calming down because, you know, it's not like I was just going to go <laughs> off on some tangent. Like, they went up one nothing over the Suns before Kawhi Leonard got hey, hurt. before the season started, we were like, Western Conference. It's right. happening. Kawhi's back. Uh, I but, mean, uh, I can't. See, I'm going to get started. Uh, I, so, yeah. Harden wants to come. He yes. wants to yeah, come. let's just move on. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Harden, Harden wants to come to the Los Angeles Clippers. The latest report is that the 76ers are trying their best to essentially uh, retain him and tell him, like, look, stay here. We want you to be here. And Harden has told them, no, I want out. Yeah. So the question is just what they're going to get for him. That's going to be the biggest story because there's no other team that's interested in him. And I would, I would think, yeah. so you're in you're my camp, although I do love the Clippers. Um, I don't think they need him. 
No. Right? Like, you have Terrence Mann. You've got a pretty good core. Mm -hmm. The issues of the past few years, like, you look around the last few years for the, the Clippers, I'm not going... You know, they're a James Harden away. Like, no. <laughs> they're a Paul George and Kawhi Leonard away. Like, they yeah. need availability, not another body. Right? They're yeah. sturdy ligaments away is, yeah. what, is what they're, yeah. And exactly. have incredible role players, actually. We talked about this not even just this past season, but the year before, how they had so much potential, but they couldn't get Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on the court at the same time, both healthy to play games together. And it was weird because it even felt like when they were on the court, like, Paul George did better in the games where obviously Kawhi wasn't in it, didn't have to share the ball. But dealing with those health issues, it really rounded out these other players, these role players that they had just in the past two years that they've had to step up because they got so much playing time while these guys weren't out. And so yep. I think they've actually built a really good other you know, set of players that they don't need another superstar. You're right. And so it's really interesting that Harden's like, Clippers or bust. Yeah, I, I'm a huge Norman Powell guy. So like, Love yeah, uh, Norman. Yeah, like, UCLA. Exactly. There yeah. you go. And it sounds like, JVT, he would be included kind of in any trade they would make for a Harden. I like... Almost right there, I hate it. Because you know it's not going to end there. You're going to be stacking more pieces than just uh, just him to go, uh, go to go to Philadelphia for him. But I, I'm with you guys. There's too many pieces. I don't really know why they need it. I don't really know why they need them. Why, do no team, why are no teams interested? Because are you talking like from a contract point? They don't want to take on Harden's contract? Or they no, just... I, I think that they don't want to give up assets for a guy whose track record is go to a team, play for a year and a half, and then demand a trade. Yeah, that's my understanding as well. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. he's still very good. And look, I mean, he he won them two games in the Eastern Conference semifinals. They eventually lost. He still got a lot of potential. Mm -hmm. But well, it's, wasn't you, the wasn't the running theme of that series though? Like, which Harden are we getting tonight? Right. No, I mean, and that's why like there are highs and lows to his game. He remember also he led the league in assists last season in the regular season. Like switched roles. Right. Like there's yeah. a, there's a higher floor for James Harden when he wants to play. The problem is just all of that. It's like what are you getting? And you have to think about where the Clippers are at. They're at the point now where they're going to have to offer Paul George and Kawhi Leonard extensions mm -hmm. in the next coming, like, weeks because mm -hmm. they're up for extensions. Yep. And yeah. you have to look around and go, like, all right, are we going to trade for Harden, trade whatever assets it's going to be, have him on an expiring, have to do whatever we're going to do with both Paul George and Kawhi Leonard from a contract standpoint, and then it all just kind of blows up, and then in a year and a half you give him more money, and he's like, no, nah, I want to get out of here too. Like, it just it's a really tricky situation. Well, and continuing yeah. with the Harden, like – what do you, you don't know what you're going to get from this. This is the same guy that also has made the quotes of saying, I think I can be the same player I was in, you know, in Houston. I want to get back to that. It seems like he wants to be the guy who's dropping 40 a night again, or at least trying to. And, like, how does that work if he's going to the Clippers, right? He's not option one on the Clippers. Like, he's option three, most likely, still with Kawhi and Paul George there. So, I don't know. That's interesting. I, I think regardless, no matter what happens with Harden, we're not hearing anything about Harden moving until we hear about Dayton moving. Well, so, and and yeah. here's the thing. This is from Sam Mamek, who just wrote this report you know, earlier today. Uh, Harden's stance in terms of wanting to be traded has not changed. A source close uh, to The Athletic, or to him, told The Athletic, still wants to leave Philly, still upset with how Maury handled the situation heading into possible free agency last month, and even with the recent revelation. Uh, he's actually out here in Las Vegas, attended the same NBA Players Association party that was out here with Embiid, and former Sixers owner Michael Rubin still determined to start next season in a Clippers jersey. So we'll Why do the happens. Clippers love trying cool. to hold on to people who don't want to stay? Well, it's... <laughs> it's I mean, more about... I know it's about getting, getting bang for your buck in the trade, but... I think it's about, too, ignoring the good things that are in front of you. Like, I'm a big Terrence Mann stan. Yeah. And the, the numbers with him on the, on the floor with that point guard, with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, were awesome. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, it's, uh, it's like a classic relationship. You know what I mean? Like, it's, your happiness is right there in front of you. But you just get distracted by the other side. Well, and like, look, we already talked about it. I'm high on Norman Powell. I'm high on Bones Highland. And the only things from Bones Highland that we heard, 
in Denver, it was more of an, a team issue, right? It was interpersonal, interpersonal issue with the team. So who knows? Maybe with, with the Clippers, this turns around. We didn't see much of him towards the end of, la- end of last season. He wasn't very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, full off season, full training camp, head into the season with the Clippers, maybe that's different this regular season. We don't know. Um, I, there was definitely times in Denver where he looked like one of the best players on the court when Jokic was off and Jamal Murray's hurt. So um, I think they got that to look forward to, too. Sorry, I got distracted reading. Amick also wrote a couple of other things about the Warriors and the point guard situation there with Chris Paul. Where does Kyrie want to go? What do you mean? He's in, De- he's in Dallas. He's but is extension. he happy there? Yeah, he, like, Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Okay. Who knows? <laughs> I was going to say, that doesn't feel permanent. But I actually, Dude, I've, told, so with I've told Kelly we'll have, like, but like the, the Mavericks are like my sneaky guilty pleasure. I kind of low-key love everything they've done in the offseason. Yeah. Now, they're not going to be good on defense, but their offense is going to be so freaking good, and it's going to be impossible to look away from. Yeah. They're going to be absolutely tremendous. Yeah. And the Grant Williams thing, I think that was a, a really good That's signing yeah. for them in terms of what they want to do defensively. Last note, too, by the way, this Amick piece had a lot of good nuggets in it. Mm-hmm. Um, how about, how about this sub-headline? Adam Silver in the Las Vegas expansion. Sounds like it is destiny within the next four years. Oh, it's going to happen. Come on. We all Vegas has everything now. Oh, dude. Come on. The, what, the NBA Cup is now going to come here yep. uh, in December. Summer League. He, Silver called this the 31st NBA franchise. I was like, all right, chill. I don't know if the 31st NBA franchise has given, you know, 39-plus minutes to some of these players out here, but, hey, it happens. Well, what, we're going to add Vegas. What is it? It's Vegas and Seattle we're going to add, right? Sounds and like reshuffle it. things. The, the, you get 32 teams. The dark horse is Mexico City. Okay. I like Vegas and Seattle already has W teams. Links up. The, okay. Oh, there, there you go. <laughs> all right. It all works out. Before we move on to get to the WNBA stuff, I did mention something. Are you going to be a curmudgeon, or are you going to be youthful and vibrant like Kelly and I? NBA Cup, yes or no? NBA Cup? Like, that's, the, that's the, like, the, like the WNBA Commissioner's Cup? Same idea? Yeah, it's, it's, the w, it's the in-season tournament. The yeah, you the can actually probably explain it better than most human beings on the planet, because they're essentially well, they copying the Commissioner's Cup. Yeah, they yeah. test it out in the W first. Uh, same format, so they get like a bonus, I'm sure, so there's kind of an yeah. incentive yeah, for them to play well. 500K for each player. Some of the games are actual yeah. cup games. I wonder how that'll work out. I think, that obviously, the NBA salaries are a lot higher, so the WNBA players want to play in the Commissioner's Cup. They want the bonus, especially the young players who are working on contracts that are, you know, under $100,000. Um, so I wonder how that'll factor in for motivation for the NBA players. But I think the fans would rather see that. Who wants to watch the NBA All-Star Game right now, like, at, at all? And I feel like the WNBA All-Star Game is a better product. I think the Commissioner Cup's going to be incredible because now we already know it's going to be the New York Liberty and the Las Vegas Aces, which could be a preview of the championship. So I don't know how it'll translate with, with the NBA. Do they, do they play the Commissioner's Cup final in a neutral or no? They play it on a home court. Ooh, good question. I think it's in a neutral. Okay. I think so. Because that, that's, it's part of the, because you hit on something, Kelly and I, like one of the teams we circled for the NBA Cup this year uh, was Orlando. So like Orlando's a really good intriguing team because they're super young. They don't have a max player on their roster, so $500,000 each player is going to ring a little bit more louder, right, for a team that doesn't have a max player on their roster. Mm-hmm. And they're actually kind of good. Like, that's the other part about it. So I think it's going to be a fascinating format, and having it out here in Vegas on a neutral where you're going to get more ticket sales and ad revenue, I think the NBA didn't really have a choice but to try it out for the most part. Now, do the Commissioner Cup games count as regular season games, too? The they do, WWE? right? So it is, it is like the exact copy. Yeah, it's, right? a, it's, a, it's a copy. It looks like they're going to play the game in Michelob Ultra Arena, so... Okay. Yeah. So not a true neutral. No. Oh, just got a media advisory. All right, I got to take this. No, just fine. All right, we'll take our break here. When we come back, 
Uh, let's go over everything that we've seen so far. The WNBA has reached its halfway point. Danielle has covered it. I was going to say, there's a phrase for that. From like head to toe, I guess. Yeah, from head to toe. Uh, we're going to talk about everything that's happened in the WNBA season up to this point and why it is futile. It's just going to happen. The Aces are going to win their second consecutive championship. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, back here on Hardwood Handicappers slash Bet the W slash whatever we're going to call this thing, colon, presented by Sin and presented by Burger King's new <laughs> burger the cheeseburger, the ultimate cheese. See, Mikhail, I'm killing it over here. Mikhail's just dying. I'm killing it. <laughs> 20 slices of, of American cheese. I, you hey, would, where? Thailand? Well, it's, it's, yes. But it's also, look at the picture. It's not just slices of American cheese. There's also some melted cheese sauce on it. Ew. I, mean, I feel like that makes it even worse. Somehow. It's like All cheese right. product. It's yeah. not real cheese. No way. I, dude. You, this, thing is, this thing has been Googled so much, by the way. Like, I, would, I would totally try it. Like auto-filled. They also have. Oh, like, yeah, that is gross. Yeah, there's like some. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's Why like did it need to be 20, it? you know? I feel like 10 is substantial. Yeah, yeah. You, so is it 20 and a cheese sauce? Yeah. That's I don't the, think that's a sauce. I think it's the cheese melting. But wouldn't they all be melted oh, then? Oh, yeah, good call. No, have you. No. Science. It's like a grilled cheese, like a big one. I don't. There's very differing pictures. It does. See, Daniel brings you need up to a great get outside point. And grill. So like, what, what, what's with this one? Like, this one's just twenty stacks of cheese. Well, that's unmelted. Melt, right? yeah. Yeah. Both are even toasted. But also, toasted buns. Hold on. Is that is that an official cheeseburger though, or is that just somebody recreating one? I don't know, man. Yeah, you're just on Google Images, clicking yeah, things I'm and on taking Google them as Images. Facts. Yeah, it's a problem with society. Here, here, here's some people eating it. That looks like that looks like some uh, melted cheese. I would eat cheese it. sauce. I would try. This it. is such good visuals for everybody watching. People have seen it. You can go check it out. <laughs> like, we're not, you know, people are watching. Google thing, though, while too, you listen. There you calling go. it the real cheeseburger when that is a grilled cheese. It's a re- well, if it's right. not melted though, then it's not a grilled cheese. Half of it's melted. We don't know half. They think it's a very. Uh, no, there's no meat. I am totally. <laughs> I am totally with Danielle. Yeah, I don't care what qualifiers you want to put. Like, there's no burger on it, so it should not be called a burger of any kind. There's not a. What about, the word, what about the word burger constitute meat, though? Burger is actually the name of a town in which it was originated. It doesn't mean meat. In Germany. Yeah. Why are you, why are you, throwing, out, why are you throwing out historical facts? Because I am a come man. I like facts. Nobody's wow. making a burger without meat or meat substitute. I See, meat substitute. There you go. You've already opened a can of worms. It's a meat That's substitute. That's not meat. Yeah, but it's a meat but substitute. It's, but it's, it's a meat not adjacent. Meat. But it's not meat. It's meat adjacent. So burger. So we're agreeing. Burger does not mean meat. Thus, this can be a cheeseburger. This burger is like making a sundae with just hot syrup. Like hot, like just chocolate syrup. I mean, I'd be down with that. Like a little, I need like yeah, a dollop like of ice cream sauce. to like, mix Come it on, with a little bit of whipped cream on top. Just something. All right, speaking of uh, inevitable, me trying the cheeseburger and also <laughs> the WNBA having a second consecutive year, the Las Vegas Aces reigning on top of it. Uh, I, 
it, big picture before we get to the all-star stuff. Yeah. I, am I overselling this? Like, the Aces seem, I mean, what are we talking about now at this point with their record? Two losses. Yeah. One of them was a sleepy spot on an early Sunday both in Indiana. Both of them were on the road. Oh, no, they came back and beat Indiana, didn't they, in that game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, both of them on the road. Like After other road games, like, at the end of a road stretch right. were both of these losses. Boy, traveling so easy in the WNBA, I don't know yeah. why they would really fall apart there. So, <laughs> is it... The WNBA players, so, they're just like us. But yeah, right? They're just like us. Did you yeah. see the AP thing, by the Except way? Except for six feet tall and in... No. So the, the AP actually sent a reporter and went with, I think it was Connecticut. Oh, boy. Or no, you know, it might have been New York. It was New York because oh, okay. they left from Connecticut to Las Vegas. It was their first game in Las Vegas. And, like, what the travel was like. Like two connections it was or like, something like It that. was like a connection. It was like two eight-hour bus rides. It was like something ridiculous. And you're seeing, like, these six, seven ladies, like, trying to get Knees in. And like, oh, it's, it's absolutely insane. And then they're like, go play the best team in the WNBA right now. And then, of course, you know, got blasted. So... Anyway, they get chartered flights on back to backs this year. Yes. So that is I'm glad you clarified that because I thought that as well. I I was like, I thought I read they got chartered flights now, but it's only on back to back nights. So that makes a little bit of a difference. Mm -hmm. Which the Aces have had the most of. Yep. So nice champions. They deserve it. Um, I saw Kelsey Plum today, too. She she was uh, went off on Twitter. Oh, my God. I was Uh, fangirl. I saw a a tweet from Kelsey Plum. Okay, I was going to say. Don't worry, I'd, I'd be going fangirl. I was going to think, I think we all fangirl. Yeah, I think all, all of us would be. But uh, Did you know Kelsey Plum's like my height? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I didn't. And when I saw her in person for the first time, I was like, man, it wasn't my height. It was my speed and my skill. But still, yeah, I didn't know that I could have played in the W. 5'8". She's killing it. Anyways. She, uh, she tweeted out, <laughs> though, today that uh, she's very upset that apparently at the All-Star game this weekend that they haven't invited just basically all the WNBA players to attend. Well, like, they don't have tickets. Like, or they can't, like, they're asking for them to let the players into the All-Star game. <laughs> Serious? Yeah. And they're, like, tagging the commissioner. They're keeping it messy. I like it. Yeah, they're just keeping ask, it messy. That's a good way like, to put it. Yeah. Just yeah. be clear about the demands. At the very least, like, so we got to talk to Langston Galloway when we started here, right? <laughs> NBA player who yeah, had some time in the NBA, or the NBA, played in the G League, is considering playing overseas. And what did he tell us? Like, he just walks up to the summer league. He's like, yeah, I'm a player. I used to play in the NBA. They're like, oh, yeah, come in. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> we probably have to have certain, like, attributes for them to believe that. But yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I, I, I'm getting distracted. Is Are this, you overselling it? No, yeah, I mean, am I overselling this? The, is it inevitable? The bookmakers agree with you because their win total now, 35 and a half. It's a 40-game season for those of us who didn't know that it got expanded this year from 36 games last year. So they're expecting them to win – Possibly 36 games, only lose four total games. And, mm-hmm. I mean, that's on pace with, like you said, they've only lost two so far. So you're very much not overselling it. I've said this time and time again. I've probably said this on the Bet the W podcast in the past. The Aces last year were this incredible offensive team. Like, you could not look away. It's kind of what you're referring when you're talking about Dallas in this coming season, perhaps. But they maybe didn't have as strong of defense. And they definitely, the biggest thing that people harped on last year was they don't have a bench. There's a huge drop-off on the bench. They added Alicia Clark. They added these pieces. Candace Parker, which, again, those who are NBA fans may look at that and say, so wait, Candace Parker, who is very much a W name that most people would know and see on NBA, TNT, whatever, went to the championship-winning team. And if the NBA player did that, it would be, you know, it's it's Kevin Durant going to the Warriors, essentially. But it, it was... Relatively well received, actually, and she's done a really good job of kind of taking a step back and really infusing a lot of defensive um, tenacity. Just, yeah, there tenacity. Yeah, she's just such a good leader on that floor, and she did that with Chicago too, and led them to a championship. So uh, I'm just happy she finally has a locker. First time Candace Parker's had a locker in her entire career. She was telling Draymond oh, Green yeah, about I this. That. Yeah, I remember that. Um, so it was like a story of again, like practice facilities. Like the Aces are one of the, they're one of the few that have a practice the facility, right? The only one, right? Yeah, and the like Stormer building one. Yeah, dedicated practice facility to them. So where do they practice? 
Just like they can't leave their stuff in their locker right. because it's like shared space that they're wow. using. Jeez. So Candace Parker finally has a locker. But yes, the Aces just added to an already good team. They returned just about everyone. The only person they lost was Erica Hamby, who went to the Sparks. There was obviously controversy involved with that. Uh, but the Sparks only added. Nothing got taken away. The only thing that changed this year was now we have another super team in terms of the composition in the New York Liberty. But they're still very much trying to figure out their swag. And the same way that the Aces didn't come out of the gates last year, I mean, they did. They were rolling over people. But they did have these hiccups where they were still trying to figure things out. They've added to the bench. They've, they're number one in offensive and defensive rating now. It's just, it's unbelievable what they're doing. And it's, it's historic, really, at this point. We're seeing a historic season from them. Yeah, I, I beat myself up about five times for not betting them. I said it before the season started. Like, should future, we, yeah. Shouldn't we just be betting them? And then, like I said it when they were, like, minus 120, then 150, then 170. Never bet them. Never bet them. So I don't have that ticket in my pocket. I said at the start of the season, it's like having an Alabama ticket. Like, you just, you just buy it at the start of the, and just have it. Just have the Aces Or no vaccine. Did you get a ticket this year? Day. I know you had one last year. No, not this year. I didn't. <sighs> So, because I think at the beginning of the year, it was like plus 110. Something like that. I yes, felt like, was. what was the point? It was, yeah. It'll be the first time that a team has repeated since the Sparks, I think about 20 years ago. If they do it, always throw that in That's there. That's what I mean. It's Should hard to do. Shot. Hard to do. Yeah. All right. So, Danielle, if it's not, let's say, Aces Liberty, we know they're the top two on the board. If I told you one, one of those teams didn't make it somehow, what's the team that slides in there that you're, we're seeing in the finals? It's the Aces. It's the Aces. No, no, no. If one oh, of those teams didn't make the, it. Okay, so yeah. if the Liberty don't make it is yeah. what I think will happen. I would be mm -hmm. shocked if somebody can upset the Aces in the playoffs. But the Sun have been looking really good. Okay. And they have very much been playing almost like with a chip on their shoulder this year. They lost their head coach, Kurt Miller, to the Los Angeles Sparks. And they just, as Coach Miller literally said himself, they need Sage. Mm -hmm. Like, they've had a million injuries that he's been dealing with the Sparks. So we haven't really got to see what the Sparks can actually be yet. But the Suns, since Miller left, have picked up the pace on offense, which is something they've talked about for years of them wanting to do. Uh, and I think that's been really successful for them because they also have that really stalwart defense that they can rely on as well. Uh, they did have some injuries. Brianna Jones just left, so that's their star center. Hopefully we get her back. I, I don't know. For, I think she's out for the season. I think she tore an Achilles. Um, but the Sun have looked really good. They came out of the gate, and it was funny because I think a lot of us thought that the Mystics were going to be the team that was like, hey, you're talking about the two super teams. What about us? Yeah. No, it's the Sun. The, the Sun are very much saying that. No, I mean, don't bury the lead. You're smiling already because you know where I'm going to go with this. I think if I remember correctly, reading a WNBA article at the beginning of the season, the Suns to win 25-plus games, or the Sun to win 25-plus games. At plus 500. All over it. They're 15, they're 15 that and was 5 also, right now. That was also Dana Mattia pointed that all one right. out to me. Yeah. Great guest of the show. Yeah. All right. Yeah, bet the W. See? Check bet that out. Yeah. All right, but so. yeah, and you know what else was yeah. a great bet before the season, but now you could not get anywhere near? The Mercury to miss playoffs before yeah. the season. You could get it 7-1, to 9-1. to one. Now it's like minus Minus something crazy. Yeah, they're, Jillian. they're yes. four and fifteen. Four fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brutal. So, uh, by the way, and kudos too. So, I want to bring this back to Liberty really quickly. Kudos to storied and you know, I would say um, honored WNBA handicapper Jeff Parles, who told me that the New York Liberty. He lectured me one day out of nowhere about how the Liberty were going to have trouble getting it together, <laughs> and like they're going to be like the Miami Heat, John. Is what he told me. That they're was his yeah, they, his reference. Right. They're going to be like the Miami Heat, John. They're going to be good, but they're going to take a lot of time. To get it together, you know he hit, hit the gap a, a couple of times. It's a good Parles impression. It, it was pretty good. Oh, because he does it. Especially the hand. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, but so the overall point here, because the Sun are, or excuse me, the Liberty are, they're fourteen and four. They're straight up. Obviously, not on the pace that the Liberty are. Yeah. But big picture here, we're talking about a net rating of plus seven point six, second best net rating in the WNBA. Big picture, we're not worried. Like we think that that thing's going to come together and be okay by the time you get to the postseason. For the Liberty. Yeah, for the Liberty. It's hard to tell. For me, they're a little bit underperforming. What I'm expecting, uh, I know that 
New York fans are very high on them, so I'm cautious to say this. I will say, I find it odd that we're talking about a team struggling. That's 14-4. and four. Yeah. I think they're falling short of my expectations right. for them. That's what we're talking about here, right? Because you can't compare them to the rest of the league. We're really talking about these top four teams. And then those teams at the bottom, because it's such a mix, like a mishmash really at the bottom, on any given night, you can have the Dream almost beat the Aces or the Fever almost beat the Aces. Like, what is that? Um, But outside of that, really the top four teams are who we're looking at. Maybe five. Like, maybe you throw the Wings in the mix there too and the Mystics. Um, But yeah, I I just don't think that the Liberty have lived up to what I thought it would be by halfway point in the season. That okay. said, they have all the pieces they need to do that. Uh, it's weird to say, but the Aces have players that are just, they're just dogs. Like Kelsey Plum is like yeah. a pit bull, you know? Mm-hmm. And I say that with all love because she's incredible to watch. Jackie Young has mm-hmm. had this incredible breakout season for the Aces. She's going to be in the three-point contest for the All-Star game. Uh, Chelsea Gray always feels like Chelsea that to me. Gray, yeah. yeah, from the Bay Area yeah. too. Uh, Chelsea Gray is incredible. So, yeah, it's just I feel like I look at the Liberty and I go, Courtney Vandersloot, older player, Gonzaga, love it. Just uh, set the assist record just recently. Brianna Stewart scores forty plus points. That's the Liberty franchise record in her second game of the season with them. So all of this talent, but I don't know if it's coming together as a team, and I don't know who that that dog is on their team who has that fire in them. It's I don't know if it's Sabrina. Mm-hmm. It's not. I mean, Brianna Stewart, very competitive, but, you know, Mm -hmm. has won a bunch of championships already. Okay, Danielle, I'm setting you up for a prop here. Give me a percentage chance that it's not the Aces or Liberty that win the finals. There was odds for this recently. There was like... There is odds. Oh, there's odds for like... I think that's why Kelly's asking. Give give them the probability. They took them down. They're back up. Okay. So Aces and Liberty or anybody else? Yeah. yeah. What what percent chance would you give any other team to win the finals besides those two? I got my calculator ready. Realistically, no, we're not like realistic. less than less than 10%. Okay, so there is a prop up at DraftKings in most state markets, minus 1,000 for it to be the Liberty or the Aces. That is 91%. Look at that. Nailed it. So, yeah, yeah Danielle absolutely nailed it <laughs> right on the head, right there. Boom, there you go. Wow. All right, let's talk about second half teams as we're going forward. Then we'll get to the All-Star game and All-Star weekend. Um, first of which is I haven't watched a lot, but I have been keeping track of the records. Mm-hmm. Baby Fever, covering a bunch of numbers. Yeah. Like, they're not winning games, but they're covering. We're talking yeah. about Feisty, right? So, some hiccups. Yeah. Some hiccups lately. They started off the season, you know, being beat by very good teams. So, we couldn't really see what was going on. Then they went on this little streak where they were covering everything. They were playing really well. They're almost beating the Aces, albeit in Indiana, again, at the back end of an Aces road trip. Mm-hmm. But competing with the best team in the league. Just having that young talent, maybe not able to really close out these games yet, which is where I sit with both the Fever and the Dream. But the Fever looking really good, and then going on this losing slump recently, five games, they're kind of getting it back together. But now Alyssa Smith is going to be missing time, which is huge for their offense. Also something odd that's been going on since their little losing skid in those five games, they don't seem to go to Aaliyah Boston as much, which has kind of been one of the storylines lately. Fans are wondering, like, why are you not utilizing that more, especially because she has this, you know, field goal percentage that's off the charts. It's fourth in the entire league, and she's a rookie. So a little curious about why that's not happening as much. I wonder if with Melissa out, we're going to see that start to happen a little bit more. The other thing is she's going to get doubled still, which is funny because she came from college saying, oh, I'm excited to go to the W. Maybe I won't be doubled as much, but you still are going to get her doubled, and it is that same shot for her. It's not like she has a ton of shot versatility. But uh, that was a weird hiccup that's happened, and it just coincided with their losing streak. So it felt like maybe they weren't just kind of creating that space or using her to her best abilities. If they can kind of recorrect course with that and get Alyssa back in this mix, then very competitive team here. 10-4-1 is an underdog this season. Yeah. So they've been awesome in terms of that role. Covering. 
right. catch the fever. We'll get you out of here on this because we do have a hard out because <laughs> you're a popular person. you got to appear on some of our programs. Um, are you betting anything, All-Star? I might bet this three-point contest because I'm seeing that Sabrina Ionescu is the short shot to win it, but Jackie Young second in the odds, and Jackie Young has the best three-point percentage in the league this year. I know Sabrina's made the most threes, but I was surprised to see her in second for those odds. Not super long, but still an option there. As far as the skills challenge, I love this Kelsey Plum-Chelsea Gray matchup. Uh, so the team aces, but that is going to be the shortest odds. I think you're getting that like plus 170. Uh, but that's who I would have my money on for this one, even though Sabrina Ionescu is the defending skills champ, so that is something to consider as well. She's playing with Courtney Vandersloot. Uh, but three-point contest, I'll probably be looking to Jackie Young. And then the All-Star game, I'm not surprised to see. I think, is Team Wilson, Asia Wilson's team's favored? Four and yeah, a half, five and a half points? Yeah, we're up to five, five and a half. Which I, I think that opened four, four and a half I saw. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it, w Team Wilson taking money. Yeah, and I mean, I know there's four and a halfs available still. So, I lean that way. But we'll see. I think there's some players that are primed for breakouts that were not announced as starters mm. for the league and will be playing as such. We'll be playing to prove that they should have been. All right. I like it. All right. Daniel Alvari again, Bet the W. Uh, check out that. The write-ups are also up on the website of Eason.com. You do those every day? Uh, usually Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. So yeah. check those out on the website of Eason.com and everything else she does over at Bet the W. Uh, with that, like, rate, review, subscribe, and we'll talk to you again. We have a lot of NBA win totals to get yeah. to at some point this week here on Harvard Handicappers. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.